Hey guys, this is Liz, and you're listening to episode 8 of Tacos and Tales. Welcome back to Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. I'm Liz. I'm Jane. And returning today is a very special guest. Brum. Hey, Mom. <laughs> hey. Thank you for having me back on the show. We're so happy to have you back. We know that you have a lot of stories in your little head. <laughs> <laughs> that I do. How's everybody doing out there tonight? <laughs> We're in the second week of October, and hopefully everybody's enjoying and doing all the festivities that October has to offer. Oktoberfest, um, Halloween activities. We've actually been watching some old scary movies. We watched The Shining. We've oh, yeah. We finished it today. It was our very first time. That was yeah. classic. Yeah, I had always seen like bits and pieces, but I never seen it. I had never seen the whole thing all the way through. Yeah, I don't know if I liked it. I did. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. It- is what it is yeah Yeah. it was definitely um i can definitely see where some of the newer movies took inspiration from some of the older movies just yeah and like some of the themes and the um you know cinematography and stuff the the music to me is just unbeatable like the music and the score so nobody does Halloween at their house really like my mom. I think she really just goes out all out. Maybe we'll share a couple of pictures with y'all so y'all can see how awesome she makes the house look. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure. I know that you enjoy it and I love doing it for everyone. So Yeah, well, we, we always we definitely enjoy it. What is one of your favorite Halloween traditions? I think that my favorite is, of course... Halloween itself, the 31st of the festivities that go along with it. But I think my favorite part is definitely the decorating. Yeah. It just starts off the the season and um, puts you in the mood. Um, of course, it's almost 90 degrees here in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> right now, and it's 10 o'clock at night, so... Yeah. Makes we'll it just hard, pretend. But... <laughs> yeah. Turn the air down really, really low and <laughs> pretend that it's cold outside. What was your favorite, um, like, costume, go-to costume when you were younger? Or did they have as many options as they do now? Or, Well, I think that um, back when I was little, um, it was more about making your own costume. And um, I was blessed that my mom always had something up her sleeve and taught me how to work with what I had and um, I was always able to come up with very creative um, costumes that was a lot of fun I appreciate her doing that for me Hmm. that's what I said on the last episode like you don't have to go out and spend a hundred dollars on a costume just look in your closet and see like an old shirt or something that you may have that you can turn into a costume. Just get creative with it, and you don't. You can a different. sheet with two holes. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. That always works. So what are these days? I'm really gonna dress up as I've always <laughs> wanted to dress up like that. <laughs> Thank you. Lurch walks in. 
Thank you, servant, for the wine. <laughs> Lurch. Oh, you don't know who Lurch is. Uh, was that from the Addis family? Uh-huh. Lurch, the butler, the tall butler. <laughs> Since we're not on YouTube or anything, um, <laughs> we'll go ahead and just narrate what just happened. <laughs> we came to a... We happened upon a podcast silence, as you do. <laughs> uh, so I guess Jane texted my brother to bring her some wine, and he just kind of came up doing it. <laughs> Ever so quietly. (laughs) Lurch from the Adams family. Oh man, that's appropriate. (laughs) Shout out to all the brothers out there that get all sorts of (laughs) dudes. Well, again, thank you ladies for inviting me back. Um, I thought that um, tonight I would share a couple of supernatural experiences that have actually happened to me and um, to my family. Um, The first one um, happened back about 19... Late 1970s, my aunt was um, doing some remodeling at her home. And so she, uh, when they tore down the wall, they found a walking cane in between the sheetrock, in between the wall. What the heck? It was not just any cane. It actually had a pretty scary looking handle Mm. of maybe like a a bird, maybe a raven. (gasps) Yes, it was pretty creepy. Well, my mom decided she was going to... (laughs) Good old thrifty gram. (laughs) To take it home and add to her um, collection, if you will. Oh, my gosh. And um, bad idea. I told her from the... I said, what are you doing? Why are you taking that home? Why did you take it home? Um, Turns out that um, a couple of nights... Later, she put it in her, what she called her junk room. (laughs) And um, a couple of nights later, they were, uh, my mom and dad were, um, had settled down for the night. And they started hearing um, as if somebody was moving around in the room, which was next to theirs, to their bedroom. And, um, And knocking. They would hear knocking. And so, um, of course, my dad made my mom go see what was going on because he wasn't going to go see. Scaredy cat. (laughs) Yes. And um, they would both go and open the door and nothing was moving. Nothing was out of place. Go back to bed and a few minutes later, it would start again. (gasps) And this happened several times. Was it like a certain amount of knockings or just like a continuous knocking? It was just like, um, it would come like in threes and fours. (gasps) Yes, very super creepy. Threes is scary. So when my mom told me about what was going on, I said, get rid of that cane. Did you ever see it? Yes, I did. Oh it was gosh. black. It was a black cane. Oh, was it twisty in the bottom, or was it just? Like it was. Um, it was a, actually a very pretty cane. It looked like it may have been like an expensive, um, cane, walking cane. Mm. So finally, I convinced her to get rid of it. I said, "Put it in the trash first thing in the morning." It was trash day. So she did. She put it in a bag and stuffed it down in the to the trash can. Put the trash can out on the curb and when she got home later that day to much to her surprise 
the cane was laying up against the front door. <gasps> oh my god. Yes. Oh my god, I got chills yes. down my neck. Can you believe? <laughs> Hell. She called me and she was very excited to say the least. And going on and on and I said, oh my gosh. I said, don't take it into the house. Leave it outside. Um, used to, uh, at that time, back in the, that day, <laughs> back in the day, um, the trash wood pickup would come twice a week. Mm-hmm. So a couple of days later, um, she didn't take it back into the house. She left it on the patio. And a couple of days later, when the trash came, she... Took it herself to the (laughs) trash can and put it in the trash can and watched the compactor crush the cane. Oh my god! Out of existence. Yes. That is so scary. Very scary. And they never heard anything else in that room again. The knocking stopped. The rustling around. Movement stopped. Everything stopped. So did that teach her not to be, uh, not to, not to be putting stuff in her junk room <laughs> that you find in between walls? <laughs> Gosh, yeah, so, not a good idea. So I wonder if, if that aunt that found the cane in between her walls did she ever have any <clears throat> activity in her house? Um, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because um, at that time the Ouija board was very oh, popular no. with. Teenage kids. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. It was Bad a idea. 70s thing, and you know, kids would play with them. That's a mistake. Um, I was always, I never liked liked it. So, but one of my cousins had one, and and she had it. Um, at the uh, head of her uh, headboard was the old fashioned kind that had like little shelves and mm-hmm. little doors for you to put stuff. And mm-hmm. she was laying in bed reading one day. That's and she was sitting up against the headboard. And um, all of a sudden, she started screaming and screaming. And everybody ran to see what was going on. And she was up against the board. And she said that something was pulling her hair. <gasps> oh, my what God. The f- <laughs> what the f- That it had her. It had wow. her. That it was pulling her hair and pulling her hair. Oh, my God. And... Uh, the only thing that was there on the um, shelf was the Ouija board. Oh, my gosh. Mm-mm. So, you know. I saw this thing on the internet. I'm looking at it. I'm looking for it right now. And it was like people complain about like today's kids. But back in the day, everybody was playing willy-nilly with Ouija boards. <laughs> Yeah, not a good idea, I don't think. Oh my gosh. So I wonder if that Ouija board maybe channeled whatever entity was linked to that, if any, to that uh, cane, you know, or something. I don't know, but I know that if there's a cane, if somebody took the time (laughs) to put a cane in between a a wall and wall it up, uh, it was either used maybe for something. Right. um, Or... They had bad experiences with it and decided that that was the only way to what if it was like rid a, themselves. Yeah, like a murder weapon. A murder weapon. Uh, it, 
Shoot. There's no telling. Yeah. But to find it in between a wall is very, very... Scary. Unnerving, right? Yeah. Yeah. They probably should have called the police. Oh, Graham. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Two, two for one. Oh, my gosh. That's scary. That is scary. Wow. Um... The next experience that I'd like to share with you um, happened... Are y'all okay out there? Because that was really scary. (laughs) (laughs) Also, back in the um, late... This happened in the late 80s. Nothing ever happens (laughs) nowadays. In the late 80s. Was I a little baby? (laughs) You were a little girl. You were uh, about three. (laughs) So cute. And I was... um, I had... uh, Janessa was about six months old. And we we lived in this. Wow, uh, thanks for using my whole government name, Mom. <laughs> Jane was about <laughs> six months old. I'm gonna put a beep. <laughs> I wish you can edit it out. <laughs> okay. I'm just being silly. Jane uh, was about six months old. Lisa was about three. And uh, I had the living room set up. There was one chair that. Um, also, you could see down the hallway that led to the bedrooms and to the bathroom. Well, I would sit in that chair um, and you, um, Liz, would come get in my lap and sit with me. Mommy. <laughs> and you would look down the hall, the dark hall, because it was usually at night that this happened, and you would wave at somebody. <laughs> I know. It was so creepy. Imagine me holding my child, <laughs> my child looking down a dark Throws her. <laughs> and waving at what I did not know was there. because Throw the whole child away. <laughs> I was afraid to look. On one hand, I was afraid to look. But on the other hand, I wanted to see what you were waving at or who you were mm-hmm. waving at. Because the look on your face, it was like you could... I could tell by the look, your expression, that you could see somebody. So this happened on several occasions, and um, it just became, you know, something that we just lived with. What? The That's heck? so weird. No, well, no, no, no. Anyways, been so, rather creepy. <laughs> so one afternoon, I'm um, doing laundry, and it's broad daylight. Um, but you girls were taking a nap. And I'm in the living room. And that was the last nap I ever took. <laughs> I'm in the living room folding baby clothes. And um, I look down the hall. And I was judging same, how you were folding my clothes. <laughs> same hallway um, that you would look down. And I see... Have you ever gone to Spencer's gift shop mm-hmm. or novelty stores <laughs> where the they gap. have, I'm not sure what they call them, but they're um, these spheres that have electrical Oh, they're like plasma charges. Something? Plasma? Yeah. That, that come together. No, like electric balls. Uh, uh, <laughs> electric balls, mom? <laughs> sure. Okay. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen or experienced electric balls? <laughs> I'll um put them in my Google machine and we'll put them on Instagram. Yeah, it's kind of like electric balls for your viewing pleasure. (laughs) 
like you touch them and then like the little light the little like electricity electricity's follow you right they would oh, okay, have them okay. on display and they would have them in different sizes mm-hmm. they plugged in and you could see these little electrical charges inside dancing uh-huh. around with each other it's really beautiful right. amazon calls them plasma ball sphere lightning light lamp <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> pretty much covered everything okay okay so i look down the hall and i see about the size of i would say two cantaloupes um coming at each other like orbs and they were floating against the ceiling down the hall the hall oh Oh my god it was my friend and when it got to the end of the hallway they just they were gone that's weird and i sat there staring at the ceiling and my exact words because i said it out loud i was alone i said shit nobody is going to believe me And I never shared the story until your dad says to me, hey, something really weird happened to me last night. He had fallen asleep on the sofa and he said that he woke up and that there was a little green ball of light floating above him and it would just move toward his head and move back down toward his feet. And he said that he finally got the courage to sit down. And when he did, it was gone. And then he went on to confess even further to say that it had happened more than once. Oh, my God. To him. What the heck? In that same apartment. So when he started telling me about that, I just started flooding you know, with my story about what had happened to me and that how you're always looking down that hall and other strange little little things that had happened. And according to Google, green orbs are sometimes thought to be an indication of the presence of a human spirit as opposed to one that was never on earth in human form. Oh my God, I literally have chills everywhere. Well, this whole area where this um, fourplex is, how long did we live in that apartment? Like, how old was I? We lived there four years. Because, so, in this and that same apartment that you're talking about, it's the same apartment that I'm thinking about. I used to have two reoccurring dreams, and I've never told anybody, this is the first time I've ever told anybody about these two reoccurring dreams. Um, the first reoccurring dream was that I would walk into the apartment and that you were laying on the floor, like... If it's the apartment that I'm thinking about, we would walk into the door and then there was like the hallway to the rooms like right here. You would just keep walking. In the... So anyway, so you would be laying on the floor and you would be wearing that satin, pink like satin nightgown that you would always wear. And then I would run to you and then I would try to wake you up and you wouldn't wake up. And that was a dream. Hmm. And I always, always, always had that dream in that, in that apartment. I never had it after. And a second reoccurring dream that I had in that apartment was that I would be in the tub and that there was like a black, now now it's like the little memory is fading away, but I feel like it was a black form or something or even like a burglar. 
and that they were trying to like attack me and that I would scream but that nothing would come out of my scream like I had no sound but I knew that I was screaming 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 but nothing would come out and those are two reoccurring dreams that I had at that apartment that I've always remembered and I've never I've never told anybody about that's Hmm. weird isn't that weird well that you know that whole area um I used to tell a friend of mine uh when we would go down those streets because the streets are kind of um like wavy mm-hmm. you know there's like bump, dip bump. little dips yeah. and it goes up and hilly like mini hills. yeah like little uh, like wavy and um and i remember telling her um it's really strange that that it's like this because it makes me feel like maybe there was a cemetery here at once and that's why the so there's so many dips and dips and dips um, but it was just a thought, you know, and then haps, it just so happened that that uh, fourplex was in that neighborhood. And then, um, not knowing that this would occur, years later, about 12 years later, they moved into a home. They bought a home about a block and a half from that fourplex. And that's a whole nother, nother experience because... They started having experiences in that house that they purchased, and we also had experiences there. Before we get into that, I think everybody just needs to decompress a little bit, so I think it's time for a taco break. (laughs) Yeah. Taco break. Taco mom. (laughs) What's on the menu today, Liz? So today we went out and we had some brunch. Uh got some tacos al vapor and some tacos traquepaque vaporized tacos if you will <laughs> so um tacos al vapor are little mini tacos some people call them sudados and some people call them tacos de canasta because the way that they're made You take the little tortilla and you dip it into a little concoction of like chilies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you fill it with meat, any kind of meat that you, that tickles your fancy. And then you fold them up and you put them in a wick. (laughs) (laughs) Mom. (laughs) Any kind of meat that tickles your sweaty taco. (laughs) Sweaty tacos for breakfast. (laughs) Um, so you take that wet tortilla and you put meat in it and then you put those folded tacos in, um, a wicker basket and then you let them steam, vapor, vapor for about an hour and then they're done. Yum. Yeah. Well, those were very good. Um, the ones we had this morning were very good. They're really good. And those, those tacos are very popular in Monterrey. I couldn't really find that much history on them, but that's what I found. Well, I remember as a little girl going to uh, Matamoros when we would go to Brownsville, Texas, and um, cross over into uh, Matamoros, Mexico, and that's the first thing that we would do would was go have um, tacos al vapor. Mm. <clears throat> My dad's favorite. That sounds really that good. Sounds good. And then the second kind of taco that we had is tacos. That's and so these are really a popular tacos in Monterey, too. There's actually a place in Jalisco called Tlaquepaque, but they've never even heard of those tacos, and they... Like, those... Yeah, like, <laughs> that's weird! Like, 
Uh huh. Like those tacos don't exist there at that place. They're just. That's funny. Uh huh. They're just really based like in the northern part of Mexico and Monterrey and stuff. Like Chinese food, and then you get to China, and they're like, "That is not Chinese." Food. <laughs> <laughs> and so that is just mini tortillas, and you fill it with barbacoa, which is meat uh, from the head of a cow that's cooked in the ground. Um, and then they make a special little salsa out of ground chilies and tomato. It's brown. It's amazing and delicious. Um, but yeah, but that's what we had today, and, and that was really good. And we will be posting those pictures on Instagram for y'all to have a mm-hmm. yay. Very good. So good. Recommend them. Well, that sounds awesome, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. And that concludes our taco break. Taco, taco break. break. We're going to get it right, you guys. <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> All right, so now we're back and we're ready to get scared some more. I don't know, but we have all the lights off because, as we were saying, our mom goes all out and does amazing decorations. <laughs> so we don't even need lights because we have all kinds of Halloween lights and candles. So we really set the mood. <laughs> Go. <laughs> so they um, purchased this house mm-hmm. a block and a half from where all this weird stuff happened to us mm-hmm. at the... My childhood traumatic dream. Okay. <laughs> your invisible friend Uh um maybe there was like several entities well when they moved into when our friends moved into their home they started having experiences right away and the first one is that they would see a little girl (laughs) yes oh my gosh yes our brother's favorite (laughs) a little girl and she would just be standing by the front door Almost like she was waiting. Um, And then she'd just be gone. Um, On one occasion, um, we were over there um, for a gathering. And um, I had left my little to-go box that (laughs) (laughs) was, was, uh, had been fixed up for me. You know, as Hispanic families love to give everybody <laughs> to go box. <laughs> you don't want the food to go to waste. Mm-hmm. So I went back for my to-go box, and um, there was nobody in the house. Everybody had left, and had, so we had everybody had said their goodbyes. And I just ran in real quick to the dining room, and I could see down the hallway to the bathroom. And I saw a young man in a white t-shirt and khaki pants walk right across that hallway from one bedroom into the master bedroom Mm-mm. and so i said oh okay <laughs> hell no oh, okay i just pretty sure i just saw something someone and um i walked out into the garage and my friend says to me you saw him, didn't you? You saw something, didn't you? And I said, why? She's like, I can tell just by the look on your face. And I said, yes. She's like, which one? Oh, my God. And I said, khaki pants. And at the same time with me, she said, white t-shirt, young guy. At the same time together, we said it. And I said, yes. She's like, yes, we see him. Quite often going down that little hall from one bedroom to the other. What? How do you even like that? I know. 
<laughs> it is because it's sad because you think, oh my gosh, you know, this is a a soul that is uh, trapped trapped there, and yeah. um, so it it is sad. Um, but uh, you know, it did happen um, on another occasion. Your dad was in the bathroom, and. All of a sudden, the toilet seat just slammed like somebody had just slammed it down. And it flushed by itself. And he was just trying to wash his hands. What the hell? What the heck? Poor hashtag taco dad. Yeah, he came out. He was about three different colors of uh, green um, at that point. But. you know, said so it didn't really scare him, but it was very unnerving because it was um, it was very hard. It was a, an aggressive slam, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, the toilet flushing, and you know, just yeah. just wanted to get out of there. So, and wow. then uh, and then I believe you ladies had some experiences there. So we were all hanging out in the room, the in the bedroom, probably the bedroom that you saw the man go into into the master bedroom right right okay yeah so we were all in the master bedroom we're just hanging out and um i feel like we were talking about what they have had experienced and just about ghosts and stuff and yeah all of a sudden like a standard clip from a movie (laughs) like literally it was the restroom door starts opening slowly we all look at it, look at each other, and <laughs> I kid you not, a red ball rolled out. Rolled out. If you can imagine six teenagers just gaping, gaping, yeah, yeah, just totally in shock, okay. wide-eyed at, at the whole situation, and so as the ball rolled out. So as the ball is rolling out like in slow motion, we felt like this super, super cold, cold draft come into the room. And this probably was in the span of, I don't know, a minute and a half. And it felt like it was forever. Yes. And then one one of the girls, like, she just got really freaked out. And so she's like, okay, well, I'm going to leave and started stay. And she stood up and started making her way towards the door. And as she was making her way towards the bedroom door to get out, literally her whole right side jolted back Mm -hmm. and she screamed and she was shaking and she was like, something pushed me, something pushed me. And she was not lying because it literally looked like something had pushed her shoulder back. She was shaking and she started crying. Hysterical. Hysterical. It was so weird. So we looked from... Our right side where the ball had rolled out. And she's like, I'm leaving. And we look to our left and she's jolted back. It was just so yeah weird. She was she was hysterical. Yeah. You could, her, there was terror in her eyes. So we all kind of like those scenes from the movie where people are trying to run out at once. <laughs> trying to open the door. Trying to console her like, it's okay. But still like trying to GTFO. Oh, uh, yeah. That was really, really scary. That was scary. really weird. That was, that was a cool uh experience but still very scary well i think i think that anytime you have an experience like that you know you should it is very cool because so many people go their whole lives just wanting one small experience one one uh 
and to have you know to see and to witness um these events are i think it's i feel privileged almost if you yeah if you will yeah that was a really that was a really really uh crazy experience that was and we Very scary yeah we didn't stop us from going back we no back so many no times. actually <laughs> the one one new year's eve um one of my friends went with us and I was just kind of telling her, like, of all this stuff that had happened, and we're sitting on the couch. And then I was telling her about that experience, and she was like, what, what? And then as I was telling her, there was a huge, like, knock, like, bang on the front door. And we both looked at each other, and she was like, I'm going to go see. (laughs) She was kind of a tomboy. She was like, she didn't care. She She stood up. She's still brave. And... She she got up and she opened the door and there was nobody there. Nobody. And it was kind of like a long walkway where you couldn't really play. I don't know what the what yeah. the actual word for that game is where you knock where you knock and run, but um yeah. So that was that was another little scary thing. So yeah, I just I don't know, maybe I'd love to Well, we did kind of look up what had happened maybe in the area or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the outcome of that investigation was. I don't think we found anything. But a couple of miles down from that house um, is where... Remember last year, the year before last, when they were starting to do some kind of construction and they came upon a a cemetery, several graves? Remember? Oh, that's right. That's also in that same vicinity. But of course, they just... They, I guess, didn't phase them. Swept and it under the They light. just kept... I uh, mean, they're building a whole... Uh, just kept building. Justice Center on top of a, a grave site. A cemetery, they found yeah. it. Yeah. <sighs> so thank you for sharing those amazingly creeping stories. <laughs> There's just the tip of the icebergs. I think that you have a lot more in you. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Your head is a creepy place. <laughs> She's creepy and she's kooky. <laughs> Taco mom. <laughs> oh, I think I need something else to get my mind off of all the scariness. I know. <laughs> Can we go watch I Love Lucy? <laughs> well, thank you, ladies. It's been fun and um, I'd love to come back and share. I do have a few experiences and I'd like to share those with you and your listeners. Before we go, if you haven't followed us on social media... Make sure that you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tacos and Tales Podcast. That's Tacos, the letter N, Tales Podcast. Um, we are on Twitter as Tacos N Tales. And you you can listen to us on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Come on. <laughs> So keep on enjoying your Taco Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Beam, beam, <laughs>